guys, welcome back to the Content Conversations podcast. This week we're on episode 31, and this is a fun one. Is email marketing dead? So I am Connor, I'm a copywriter. And my name is Grace, and I'm a wedding photographer. So today we're talking about all about email marketing. Now if you've been hanging with us since the beginning, you'll remember we have talked about email marketing before, but this is a little bit more broad. Um, we're talking about just email marketing in general. Is it dead? Um, We'd like to know also, is email marketing something you do for your business? Because mm -hmm. I've heard like multiple people say like, we still do it, we don't. So we'd love to know if that's something that you still employ for one of your marketing tactics. But first, let's look at some statistics. Statistics. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, I like that. Thank you. So by 2022, it is projected that 4.2 billion people will be using email. Whoa. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Currently, it's about 3.8 billion. Wow. That's about roughly half of the world's population that uses email. Oh my word, that's true. And it should also be noted that that's actually like, those are users. That's not email accounts. Like, we right. were just talking about this. Like, yeah. I have, just for myself, five different email accounts. Mm -hmm. I have like four. Yeah. So, that's just users using email. Right. That doesn't count all the different accounts they have. Which is super interesting so yeah people definitely still use email so I think it's definitely a good place so is email marketing dead well with that many people hanging out there I mean right. I don't think email marketing is dead because those are potential clients that are there are it's true and a lot of people I mean everybody uses email now even the elderly people use email now you know like the elderly I don't want to old people sounds like disrespectful to me <laughs> the old people no but like your grandma like they can my grammy sends emails and stuff like that I mean they don't use it like we do but they are able to now send emails and stuff that's true and so if you think about that and then you think about all of the kids who have emails like everybody has an email yeah and 91% of consumers check their email daily. So not only yeah. is like everybody on email, they also check it very, very, very frequently. Mm -hmm. Consistently. So that's a big deal. 74% um, of consumers prefer to receive commercial communications via email. So hmm, that goes to show I don't think email marketing is dead. Yeah. I think it's still very much alive. I think the key is figuring out how to use it and yes. how to use it well for your business. Definitely. So to kick this off, we're going to talk a little bit about brand voice and being consistent. Yeah. We talk a lot on this podcast about how important it is to be consistent with your branding. Yeah. Email marketing is just another channel mm -hmm. to use. Exactly. So you want to make sure you're being consistent with your voice. Um, this is where a good voice and tone guide comes into play. And I know, I know I've mentioned this before, but MailChimp, has a great voice and tone guide. And they mm. just talk about how important it is to um, be consistent yeah. with your messaging. You want it to sound the same as your Instagram posts, your Facebook posts, your personal emails that you're sending to your clients that aren't necessarily a part of like the newsletter part that you're just you know communicating with your clients or customers. You want them to sound the exact same as when you're writing your emails, you know? Right. So that's why it's so important to have your brand voice down yeah really understand your brand voice and if you have a company where you have like multiple people kind of dealing with all the different facets of communication for your company make sure they understand what your brand voice is so when they're sending out newsletters or doing like a drip campaign or anything like that you know it still sounds consistent to your brand definitely so let's talk about newsletters Ugh. 
Okay. Oh, you looked at me. I was like, <laughs> okay. So I guess think about the newsletters that you like to read, yeah. and think about the newsletters that you have not opened in probably a couple of years. Yeah. And just think through like why. Um, somebody I like to read, um, and I was telling you about was Jasmine Starr's newsletters, because mm-hmm. the reason I like to read them is one, they're just helpful. Mm-hmm. Two, they're really short. And quick. Yes. So you're not writing me a letter. It's giving giving me a tip for a day, you know, or giving right. me a little inspiration to like get the day going, or it's giving me a resource. She gives me a link to, hey, I have this free download for you, or hey, check out this live I'm gonna do in an hour. Like she's just helpful. Right. Well, I think something important to remember with email is, you know, all of social media and like any kind of marketing communication, you have to understand your audience or like their frame of mind mm-hmm. when they're using specific um, communication channels. So for email, like think about like what kind of frame of mind you're in when you check email. I get so much emails, mm-hmm. like so many emails a day that I'm typically just deleting them. Mm-hmm. So it has to really catch my attention and it has to be really short for me to read it. Yeah. I don't sit... Like, I'm just not the person who gets an email and sits and reads something really long. I don't think most people are like that. Unless it's a work email. Mm. I think for personal emails, though, people are, like, in and out really quickly. Is there anything important in here? Right. Um, So, for your newsletters, they have to be catchy. I think they have to be quick. Um, Another one we talked about was Tonic Sight Shop. Mm -hmm. Um, So, what I liked about their newsletter is I like that they just kind of give these little, like, nuggets of information. Mm -hmm. Um, that are really easily digestible. Yeah. What yeah. did you like about it? I loved the design. It was so easy to go through. And I like because they had like three different subjects and they kind of um, cropped it in a way that you could like read all three of them or you could like just read the one that stood out the most to you, you know, mm-hmm. but it's still, they're all still valuable and mm-hmm. informational. And then I loved just the design of it. It was really pretty they're and like brand. And it totally looked like them as their brand. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely an extension of their brand. Mm-hmm. And then the fun little recipe at the very end. Yeah, so all of their... So, they, so Tonic Site Shop, for those of you who don't know, they design um, website templates. Gorgeous That you can purchase template. through Show It, mm-hmm. which is a website builder. And they are. They are gorgeous. But they're all named after drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at the end of every newsletter, they give you like a recipe for a drink mm-hmm. which I think is really fun it's super fun it's like not related to because they'll give like website tips they'll right. give marketing tips so it's not related at all to that but it's still related to their brand and, and it are. still creates an experience so I think that's really cool yeah they do a really good job um I mean, the email marketing is so or your newsletter you want to do it for quick tips but you can also do it for new product releases, Mm -hmm. which a lot of what email marketing is, is a funnel, just like anything else, just like Instagram should be a funnel, it should take them somewhere and do something, so you don't necessarily want to sell something every time you send an email, but if you're giving good tips, if you're getting good little nuggets here and there, fun little recipes, stuff like that, when you do have a product, Mm -hmm. your customer is going to open it, because they know that you give good things. And then that's how you can then make money from your email marketing. Well, like Cultivate What Matters, whenever they launch new planners, they send an email. And like that's really helpful for me because Mm -hmm. like their planners sell out really quickly. And I always want to buy one for the year. So, you know, for me, as someone who buys their products, getting an email that says, hey, you know, our 2020 um, 
plan 2020, right? Yeah. Oh they're totally just blanked out on the year. <laughs> Wait, 2020 for next year. Yeah, it's next year. Yeah, so whenever I read that, um... <laughs> What a I was like, no, fart. it's not to 2020. <laughs> what? It's 2019. Oh my gosh, I'm so No, it's 2020 for next year. <laughs> um, that I love having that reminder because I'm like, oh, yes, I need to get a planner for next year. So mm-hmm. for new product releases, um, definitely really great for that. Definitely. For sure. Definitely make sure you have calls to action. Mm. Um, so if you have a workshop or a course, you know, email is a great way to drive people to those. Yeah. Um, 66% of consumers have made a purchase online as a result of an email marketing message. Yeah, I think so, I have. Yeah. So, I mean, again, going back to the planner thing, I mean, yeah. you remind me, I purchase. Yeah. So, um, if you have a new product, if you have a course or a workshop, like, use your email to let your, your, um, contacts know about those kind of things. Exactly. So. Um, another thing that, it, this is like a photographer, this is just a pet peeve for me. When I go to people's websites, but even in emails, um, is that they don't have a picture. One, they don't either. They just don't have a picture at all. So then it's just like a boring looking email, <laughs> <laughs> or they don't even have a picture of themselves. And I think yeah. that you know, you go on Instagram, it's pictures. You go on Facebook, it's pictures. Pictures are really important, especially online. Yeah. And having a picture at the bottom of you when you sign your name, you know, at the bottom of the email or something like that, smiling, looking at the, looking at them. Looking at the camera, I think is really, really important to include everywhere in your marketing, but especially in your emails because they need to personalize you and create you and see you as a person. Well, and especially if it's like a welcome series, like this yeah. email is like a handshake. Like, don't yeah. you want people to know what you look like? I mean, that, that we've talked about this before. Having yeah. photos of yourself builds trust. It does. It does. And it's not a photo of you looking over your shoulder down at the ground. It's Mm. a photo of you (laughs) smiling at the camera, okay? (laughs) I'm sorry. It's a really big pet peeve of mine. (laughs) Like really artsy, like looking at the Yes, I'm just like, look at the camera. People want to see your face. That's they want to engage with the human being. They don't want to engage with your fanciful little life. They wanna Well, and I've also heard that like eye contact is like when you're like looking like eye contact is like building trust like yeah. if someone's not looking at you it's mm-hmm. kind of like a weird like should mm-hmm. I trust you yeah. you're not looking Hiding at something. me yeah so yeah look at the camera <laughs> I mean there's nothing wrong with artsy photos you get on my Instagram there's plenty of them right without right. looking at the camera right but you know when you're trying to like meet people mm-hmm. and sell them you know it's good to build trust with those people it's very very true so. all right rant over our weekly rant (laughs) so now we're going to go over some do's and don'ts of email Um, some of these are going to be pretty self-explanatory and then some of them we'll spend a little bit more time on Mm -hmm. number one don't spam people pause for impact (laughs) dramatic pause (laughs) don't spam people if you spam people, that's pretty. That's a pretty surefire way to ensure they will never open your emails again. Nobody's gonna buy from you, or buy from you. Yeah, don't spam people. Yes, uh, that's yeah. That's, that's pretty simple. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, don't do a clickbait sub- subject line. It should reflect what the content is about. We have a couple people who I receive emails from, and they do this. And it's always so disappointing. It's like <laughs> the best news you'll ever hear today. And then it's something ridiculous. Like total letdown. Not helpful at all. And so don't 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 do that. Don't be dramatic. Don't just tell people what's in your email and make it catchy. Make it like you want them to open it for sure. But 
don't don't do clickbait, all right? Well, that's another trust thing too. Like yeah. if you're promising someone something and then you're not fulfilling that, that's a big that can be a big blow to your business. Exactly. So don't do that. That's not good. Um, do personalize your email with a person's name. Now I'm not saying send out an email individually to every single person. That would take years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can like I know with MailChimp, we use MailChimp for mm-hmm. our marketing communications for email. But I know with MailChimp, you can actually set it up to where you can, um, it'll personalize by that person's name. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also heard that Gmail specifically, which I think most people probably use Gmail, mm-hmm. um, it actually, when you personalize it with name, they those emails end up in spam less. Yes. So that's just like a quick email tip. Um, but it also, it's nice when like you see your name, right? Yeah. Even if you know, like it's just kind of an automated thing. You know they don't actually know you. But right. But it's still like, like it's it. nice. It's just like a little ego boost. Like, oh, like, thanks. Aww. They're like, hey, Connor, you're awesome. And I'm like, thanks. Jen <laughs> thinks I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one is... Do... do- Sorry, I just we read it at the same time. Do stick to one call, uh, one call to action. Don't overload people. Um, to be honest, we are starting to do this because um, at the end of each, you're gonna notice this. Um, we're just gonna be completely honest. We're gonna call ourselves. We're out gonna here. call ourselves out here. At the end of each of our episodes, we were like, "Find us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. Please leave us a review. Here's our website." Do this, do that. And I'm like, "That's just overwhelming." Yeah. All right, like we're gonna end with one call to action. Here's one thing you can do, and yeah. this is important also in email. You don't want to give them five buttons that they can click on. Just give them one that's relevant to what you're talking about. Um, and that's going to, again, ensure that trust of people can go and know that it's valuable for them in that time. Yeah, definitely just one. I mean, people online, you sometimes just have to tell them what to do. And if you give them too many options, they're not going to do anything. You know, we, exactly. we've all heard of information overload. We've all mm-hmm. experienced it. You get so overwhelmed with things, you don't do anything. Exactly. You don't want to do that to your clients or your customers. Um, or potential customers, just give them one thing um, Make it simple. to do. Make it simple, yes. Um, do ensure your email is easily viewed on mobile. So I, of course, am just familiar really with MailChimp, but I know you can do that kind of testing to make sure it looks good on mobile or on tablet. So just mm-hmm. like, that's just like a, a quality assurance type thing. Um, just make sure like, and I'll, I'll mention this again at the end, but just make sure you're testing your emails to make sure um, they're viewed easily on mobile because most people are probably checking their email on their phone. It's true. A lot of people do. So if it's janky on phone, you're going to miss out on a lot of people. Next is split testing. Um, what this is basically is uh, on MailChimp, it's called A-B testing. And I think most email providers, email, um, not email, email marketing providers, like I services, say. yeah. Yeah they they have A-B testing. And what it is, is you can actually, um, it splits an email into two and it sends them to do different groups and you can test like different subject lines, different times of day, different cool. times of week to see which ones work better. Okay. And so it's just kind of like experimenting. Um, and so you'd be able to see like, oh, this caption or this subject line works better in driving traffic than mm-hmm. this one does. And so it kind of helps you, gives you um, insight into what you can fix moving forward um, so you can create emails that really resonate and speak to your audience. So um, I know for MailChimp specifically, you it's not available with the free plan. It's only available with their paid plans, um, but you can get it with their cheapest paid plan, which is $10 a month. 
um, and it's just A-B testing. So if you're curious, like if you really put a lot of thought and effort into email, um, I would definitely recommend doing A-B testing. That's super interesting. I didn't know about that. Next is don't overload your readers with content. <sighs> most people don't have time, okay? Dramatic side. Don't, most people <laughs> don't have time to read a three-paragraph email. I mean, unless you are selling education. Like, I know my husband, he just finished um, completing his naturopathic doctor schooling. Mm -hmm. And he actually does follow up naturopathic doctors. And they send emails. um, And he likes to read them. But they're very educational. And they're for a very, you know... Well, really technical fields like medical and stuff like that. You're just going to get longer They're going to do... It's a whole other thing. For us... If you're a photographer... Uh, we're not sending three paragraph <laughs> emails, right? But not even marketers, not even like a lot of people in the small business area are not sending, they do not need to be sending those emails, which kind of goes into the next one of when you do send an email that has, you know, a good little paragraph spaced out, easy to read, um, bold, the most important elements so that people can scan your emails. Don't be insulted. Don't get offended. People are scanning your emails, okay? People are not reading your emails. They're not reading the whole thing. But if you make it easy for them to read, like Tonic Shop does, they give it in little sections. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I just read this one and it was awesome. And then you move on. They're going to open it more because they know it's going to be easy to read and easy to skim through but still get the valuable content. And I will mention this. I said no one's reading your emails. That's not true. What people will do, and this is this bolding thing makes it easier. So what people will do, and we all do it because we have short attention spans and mm-hmm. lots to do, is we will skim something, yes. and if it looks interesting, then we'll read it. That's true. That's what I do. So That's I'll true. skim something, and I'm like, and that'll I will decide after skimming it if it's worth me reading it or not. So when you're bolding things that are important, it makes that skimming process easier. And if they like what's bolded, they're like, okay, I'm going to give this a read. And so then mm-hmm. they'll sit down and they'll take the time to read it. Um, so definitely, I, th- I mean, you That's don't have true. to do this, but it definitely, I think, makes a big impact when you're bolding things that are important. Yeah. Um, so people can, you're making it easier for people, basically, to decide if they're going to read it. That's a very, very good point. All right. Um, do use video if it's, you know. If it applies to your business. Yeah, if it applies to your business. Use video. I'll totally watch videos in email. Mm-hmm. Um, again, don't make it like way too long, cause or make it a video and then watch the rest on your website or something like that. Yeah. Because um, again, they're not gonna watch ten minutes worth of a video like in an your excerpt. email. Yeah. Right. Use an expert. Use it as a funnel. Um, but people will. They do like video for sure. Video is very videos and photos are very easily digestible. Yes. So if people it applies like to your business, totally use it. Mm-hmm. And then we're back to the testing. So also another thing to mention is you also want to make sure your emails render well on different browsers. Mm. So you might be using Chrome um, and it works great on Chrome, but you know, a lot of people use Safari um, or Firefox or there's people out there who still use Internet Explorer. <laughs> so, <Ew. laughs> no, right? Internet the elderly. Explorer. <laughs> the elderly people. <laughs> Uh, no. Sorry, I'm, we that just totally offended funny. anyone that still uses Internet Explorer. I'm really sorry. <laughs> we're not calling you old. And we're not calling old people bad. <laughs> the funnel. It's the funnel. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. So definitely make sure they're rendering well. Um, you can use services like um, Litmus. I think it's probably how you pronounce it right. That looks about right. 
Um, and that's actually a paid service and it is kind of expensive, um, but that just makes it easy. So if you like, if email is like a big part of what you do, it or probably, you want to make it that way. Yeah. It'd probably be worth the investment. Um, but it will actually scan your email and make sure it renders well on all browsers, you know, probably, you know, mobile devices, make sure there's no errors, like, you know, images are showing up correctly, things like that. Um, and then always send yourself a test email. I mm-hmm. always do that when we send out emails for the podcast is yeah. I always send Grace and I a test email yes. um, to make sure good. it looks good. Yeah. So always test it. For sure. If you want to listen um, to another episode about emailing, episode 11 is how to write an engaging subject line. So um, to actually get people to open your emails, mm-hmm. how to write that engaging subject line, which I'm sure we talk um, all about not using clickbait as well, right. but it's a great episode. So go back and listen to that one. Yeah. And if you, um, didn't catch last week's episode, we discussed HEB, um, which is a Texas based grocery store. Company um, spotlight. That was a fun one. So go check that out. Um, you can find show notes on our website as always. And then please, if you would like to leave us a review, Please do. We'd uh, just really appreciate it. But besides that, we... Yeah, thank you for joining us. And we will continue this conversation next week.